0: Hello, everybody. We're going to do some deep attention practice. Uh, a few quick notes first. One is is that the audio and video on, on my YouTube videos right now are out of sync. It just has something to do with the software that I'm using. I hope to get it fixed this week, but it's not fixed yet. But the good news is, is that um, an awful lot of this one, you're going to have your eyes closed. <laughs> so it won't make too much difference to you. The other thing is that... Um, I want, this is going to be a really powerful practice. I mean, this thing that we're going to do today, this is very powerful. It's, it's, so I want to sort of give you a, a, a little bit of a warning first, which is that let's remember that this teaching is never trying to deny relativity. It's never trying to jettison relativity, never trying to, to transcend relativity. I love relativity. It's this is the this is the only show in town that's the best thing going. So we're not diminishing it in any way. We're not playing absolutism here, which is that, well, there's <clears throat> nothing you can do and it's all out of, you know, blah 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 and all that stuff. I mean it may be true as far as it goes, but it doesn't go far enough. So just be aware that when we get toward the end of this thing that I'm not that as always, it's paradoxical. Everything, it's always both and, never either or. Okay, so close your eyes. Go ahead and close your eyes and just relax as far as your body will let, let you. Just see if it wants to relax. I'm gonna do this practice with you because I like it and it moves me deeper every time I do it. And I do it a lot with clients in Clarity Sessions. So this one, what we want to do is start out very similar to the last time. Let's just notice that we are presently experiencing a darkish blank field. and It doesn't need to be black. Just a darkish blank field. We're, you know, in other words, we're still, we're still looking, if you will. But what we're looking at is nothing. I mean, there may be some Minecraft tr- trash in there, or some uh, little photons or something flying in. But essentially, what we're doing is looking at nothing. And what we always want to do is accentuate what's the. the, the it, We always want to accentuate what will move us forward. So let's accentuate the fact that this is a, a blank field. So now when you look at this blank field, I want you to tell me if you can find where you are. Can you really find where you are? Because is this dark field playing out in front of you? Is it playing out to the side of you? Is it playing out behind you? Is it playing out above you or below you? Is this dark field Is, is it limited in any way? Is there a boundary to it? An edge to it? Is there a place where this dark dark field stops? Go out and look. There is no end to the dark field that's being experienced here. So if there's no end to the, the dark field that I'm experiencing, then another way to put that would be to say that this is a boundless dark field. That's what ed, no edge means. It's boundless, boundary less. If it's boundaryless boundary-less, it's boundless, then notice that there can't be anything outside of it. So the dark field that you're looking at has to be the, the same dark field that I'm looking at, because the dark field that you're looking at has to be boundless as well. And in answer to where is it playing out it's playing out everywhere and playing out a uh, figure of speech it is everywhere in every direction and then let's look and see when we're talking about every direction where are we talking about a direction from we're talking about from a body are we not but the body is just an idea not saying again I'm not saying that it's not valid and important I'm just saying it's an idea and as long as I am in this dark field it's an unprovable idea right now I can't there's no absolutely no way that I can prove to you or me that I'm not a, a brain in a jar being fed all this digitally much like the matrix. There's no way I can can disprove that. I like to bring that up because it really shakes the foundations of what we know. Because what do we really know? What do we really know? Right now, can you find Can you find a you in the dark field? Are you actually other than the dark field? It's a boundless dark field. You have to be in it. It can't possibly be other than you, can it? That's what infinity means. So this this dark field... This is, this is you as the unmanifested, and it really is this symbol. This is you as the unmanifested. This is you as unconditioned space. And there's nothing but you. there's still an idea of a body that's fine who cares let it be there you don't have to grab hold of that you don't have to reject it you can just notice there's still an idea that there's a body there but you cannot prove it all you can really prove is that there are sensations there are feelings there are some perceptions but you cannot say that that's coming from a body. The sound of my voice, you cannot prove it's coming from a body or that it's being received by a body. And a matter of fact, do we even know that these words make any sense? I mean, they only make make sense to a certain percent of the Earth's population. To the rest of them, it's just Noise. And even to those of us who do understand it, let's be aware that it only makes sense to us by way of agreement. That this is really a, a combination of, of noises, of sound waves, noises that are being ca- caused by sound waves. And we decide that certain sound waves mean certain things, but it's an agreement. There's nothing fundamentally true about the words. Again, we just want to shake up our assumptions about what we know. Because what do you know right now? I can tell you what I know right now. I know that I am. And I know that I know that I am. That's all I know. I know that I am, and I know that I know I am. Because I am aware. That's what I can really say with confidence. I am aware, but it really stops with I am, doesn't it? I can say that I am. Because I can't can't say I'm not. Something would have to be here to, to state that I'm not. So I can say that I am, but can I say that I am other than the dark field? I cannot. And neither can you. There's just this dark just rest in your own presence just for a minute. Notice yourself. That Atman, notice Brahman even though Brahman is not other than Atman. Nor is Atman other than Brahman. Now maintain your identity. Tell yourself the truth. Tell yourself the truth, which is that I know that I am and I don't know actually anything else. Tell yourself that truth. Recognize that you are this dark field, that it's boundless. There's nothing out there that's outside of you. There's only you. So notice that. Maintain that identity and open your eyes. Now we have a light field. We have a light field. And it too is boundless. There's no end to this field. But this field somehow cannot be outside of the dark field, or the dark field wasn't boundless to begin with. And the dark field can't be outside of this field, if this field is boundless. What we're looking at is, we're looking at yin-yang. That's exactly what we're looking at. We're looking at emptiness, and we're looking at form. We're looking at ourselves, of course, but we're looking at ourselves, at ourself being expressed as emptiness, and being expressed as form. But this light, boundless field—this is me, also. This is you, also. You are not other than this field, and there's nothing in this field that isn't you nothing you've heard that spiritual that saying about the spiritual experience which is that someone reports they had a spiritual experience and everywhere when they woke up everywhere they looked they saw the face of god And here it is. This is it. This is you. Now close your eyes again, please. Okay, we're going to go deep here. So think about a piece of furniture that's close to you. Maybe a chair that you're sitting in, or a sofa that you're on, or a bed, or a heavy chest of drawers that might be in another room. Just think about that piece of furniture. Has that piece of furniture always been in that space? Has it always been in that space? Has it been in that space even all your life? Has it been in that space since you were a baby? Unmoving? Was it in that space prior to your birth? Your parent birth, if you will? But it hasn't always been there, because that building has not always been here. There came a day when you or someone else took that piece of furniture and put it down into what? What did you put the piece of furniture into? Unconditioned space, isn't that right? put conditioned space inside unconditioned space. That's what we say. Is that true? Let's find out. How do we take conditioned space and put it inside of unconditioned space? I mean, we know we can't put conditioned space inside other conditioned space in the sense that we can't put a rock inside of a tree although we can put an ice tray in our freezer. But we can't put the ice tray in the freezer door and have both remain. So unconditioned space or excuse me, conditioned space. Conditioned space is really placeholder. It's a placeholder. It's a placeholder for what? Really, it is a a placeholder for this production. It's part of this production. It's part of the stagecraft. It's part of the play. You too are part of the play. And you, too, are conditioned space, even though less than 1% of you is actually hard space. Because if we go inside an atom, what we find is more space. If you actually take out the nucleus, you've got virtually nothing there. You could boil a human body, I mean, I don't mean quite that, that literally, but you could take a human body down and if you just take the nucleuses, you can put it in the palm of your hand and have lots and lots of room to spare. So, is that piece of furniture, is it conditioned space? It appears to be. Let's just let's let it be conditioned space. We don't care what the you know, we're not concerned here with what physicists physicists tell us. We're just concerned with truth here. That's all we're caring about. Just truth. So if if what happens If you and I were to move that piece of furniture, let's say you put it there. When you put something down on a cup of coffee on the counter or a chair in a room, do you have to go get a little broom or a vacuum cleaner and, and suck up the unconditioned space so that you can put conditioned space in it? No, you can't. So, what we can do is we can notice that the unconditioned space is actually goes in quite seamlessly with the conditioned space, does it not? There's no seam there at all. And if we were to lift that piece of furniture up right quickly, what would we find? I mean, if we find if we lift up a boat fast enough, we'll find a hole in the ocean or the river or the, the lake. We lift it up fast enough, that's what we'd see. Because there's displacement. The same thing with an ice cube. If we take ice cubes and we put them into glasses and we just keep loading that up, water will run out over the edge because there is displacement when we put something inside of something else. How about this space? Is there actually displacement? I mean, if we just pull it up fast enough, what we're going to see is empty space, is it not? That's exactly what we're going to see. We're going to see empty space. So no, there's, there's, there's no displacement. There's nothing there. There's not a hole in the space. The unconditioned space remains there and it remains unchanged. You look for yourself. We pull up that piece of furniture and what do we find? We find the unconditioned space. Now the furniture, if it's been there long enough, may have changed some over the years. How about the unconditioned space? Has it changed? What do we find there? We find that same unconditioned space, do we not? We're talking about the spaciousness. We're not talking about air molecules. So when we, quote, put conditioned space inside unconditioned space, Aren't we back, really, to playing yin-yang? Because what's really happening here, if there's no displacement and there's no change to the unconditioned space, has anything happened? Did we really put conditioned space inside of unconditioned space? If there's no displacement, then there can't actually be an object. No change, no displacement. What is there? There's an appearance. That's what we have. What we always have is we have spaciousness that can be showing up as emptiness or can be showing up as form but there's no difference between the two emptiness is not other than form and form is not other than emptiness form is simply the appearance of form it's unconditioned space showing up as Conditioned space, and the emptiness is, is 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 conditioned space showing up as emptiness. What's actually happened here? What's happening? What's happened in the past? What's happening now? with no change and no displacement, what is going to happen in the future if we want to pretend there's a future? There's nothing happening. There's nothing happening. Nothing has ever happened. Nothing ever will happen. And yet we can gleefully experience change Uh, states. We can experience all of duality. Because the emptiness and the form are not, they show up as two. They show up as two, but they are not two. But only when they show up as two can we have a world. Can we have a me and a you and can we love each other? That's the only way it can happen. So if there's nothing happening here and there's nothing that has ever happened here where are your resentments? Where are your fears? Where is your victim story now? What would you do if you knew you could not fail? Because you cannot fail. You can only do what you do. And you can't do other than what you do. Paradoxically, we still cooperate with the inevitable that's the that that's the gig but nothing's ever happened nothing's ever happened and even so